Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. So this is more of what the Apostle Paul was dealing with. Now what I want to preach about this morning, I said all that to get to what I really wanted to preach about. The scripture says that it is important, it is important in our life that we look at those we are surrounded with great clouds of witnesses. We have a great representation of those who come out of sin but still desired sin. This representation is the children of Israel. Egypt was always referred to in the Bible as sin. It's a type of sin. They were held in bondage in captivity for hundreds of years. God sent them a deliverer after their praying for hundreds of years for God to do so. Then Moses came and led them out by the mighty hand of God. He led them out of Egypt, but he never got Egypt out of them. They went into the wilderness. Now when you had seen the miracles that God had performed by the hand of Moses, it would be easy for me, I think, to have faith in believing that God could do absolutely anything. But he gets them to the Red Sea and the Pharaoh's army is closing in on them. This is the first account that we have of them making reference to the fact, would to God, we would have just stayed in Egypt. Were there not enough graves in Egypt that you've brought us out here to the wilderness for us to die? But would to God, we would have just stayed in Egypt. We know the story how God opened up the Red Sea. They walked across on dry ground. They get to the other side. They begin to dance and shout because the Lord had closed up the water and the water had drowned their enemy. God told them, said, look at these Egyptians for the last time because from this time forward, you're never going to see them. Although they did not see them again, they still had Egypt in their heart. It was still there. There was something still longing to go back. We find in Numbers chapter 14, verse number 2, And all the children of Israel murmured against Moses and against Aaron. And the whole congregation said, Would to God that we had died in the land of Egypt. Or would that we had died in this wilderness. You've brought us out here. We're wandering around. We don't know where we're going. We don't know where we're going to end up. We miss the things that we had in Egypt. We miss the cloves. We miss the garlic. We miss the good times. They never made reference to the fact that they were slaves. How do you forget that? How do you forget that somebody woke you up in the morning at the crack of a whip? How do you forget that somebody took you to the fields 
and made you cut the straw? How do you forget that somebody put you in the slime pit to trounce on it all day with your feet until you could make mortar, to make bricks, to build them kingdoms? How do you forget that? But they forgot that. How do you forget that in Egypt they killed your little boy babies? How do you forget that? But they forgot that. And they remembered the clothes. They remembered the garlic. They remembered the food. They remembered the spice. They remembered the good time, but forgot what God had really delivered them from. Amen. This is the type of looking back for something that is still in your heart. There's an old saying that says, if we do not remember history, we will repeat history. It is important that we study history lest we find ourselves repeating the mistakes that history bears out. So it is important to us that we do not look back as Israel looked back. And we do not look back as Lot's wife looked back. The angels of the Lord told them, said, get out of the city. Flee for your life and don't look behind you. But there was something that was pulling on Lot's wife. There was something that had a hold of her. Although she was leaving Sodom and Gomorrah, Sodom and Gomorrah was still in her heart. There was still a craving for the things that Sodom and Gomorrah offered. There was still a longing in her soul. I don't know if it was her family that was left behind, or it was the activities that she was engrossed in while she was in Sodom and Gomorrah. But the scripture tells us that she turned around and she looked back and she turned in to a pillar of salt. Now, Lot and his daughters were fleeing to the mountains. They got out of Sodom and Gomorrah. They escaped the wrath of God. But Sodom and Gomorrah was still in their hearts. Because Lot starts making a bargain with God. Don't let us go into the mountains. But send us to one of the little cities. Because they had familiar spirits along with Sodom and Gomorrah. And we know that how they fled for their life and they escaped the wrath of God upon Sodom and Gomorrah and found themselves in incest. Terrible situation. Terrible situations because they got out, but it was still in them. Now, when I look back at where God brought me from and I look back at the past miracles in my life and I look back at the things that God has done in my life 
and I look back at the places that I have been in my life. I do not look back longing to go back. But I look back in remembering where I was when God found me. We find that in Peter, he writes and he says that one that has known God, that has turned from the things of God, is like a dog that has turned to its own vomit. What had made him sick and he got rid of, the dog went back. And he said, that looks pretty good. I know it's gross, but it's still the way that it is. And he ate it up again, the same thing that he had been delivered from. It's like a hog that has been washed. But you know what's in a hog's chemical makeup? Is to get in a mud hole somewhere and to find somewhere to get dirty. It was washed on the outside. But it was never changed on the inside. Amen. That's what happens in a lot of people's lives of living for God. They have an experience in God. They come to church and they get a feel good feeling. They feel little goosebumps all over their spine. And, and the hair stands up on the back of their neck. And they get excited about the things of God. But when they go outside the doors, we find that they felt something, but they were not changed. Amen. There's a lot of people that has been living for God for years that you've never gotten the world out of your heart. Because when you have a hard time, when you're going through a valley in your life, you begin to think about, oh, maybe I shouldn't even have started serving God. Maybe I shouldn't even be trying to live for God. Maybe this is not what I ought to do. Maybe this is not the direction that I want to go. Amen. The Bible makes reference to the fact that if you're looking for a place to turn around, there's going to be an occasion to turn around in your life. But when I look back and I see where God has brought me from, amen, it's such a mighty long way from where I used to be. Amen. I may not be what I want to be, but Thank God I'm not what I used to be. Hallelujah. 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 The Bible tells us in 1 Corinthians chapter 6 and verse number 9, it says, Know ye not that the unrighteousness shall not inherit the kingdom of God, but, not, but be not deceived neither fornicator nor idolatry nor adulterers nor effeminate nor abusers of themselves with mankind nor thieve nor covetous nor drunkard nor reveler nor extortioners shall inherit the kingdom of God these are not going to heaven but then the apostle Paul makes reference to the fact don't forget what you used to be and don't forget where you came from and don't forget the pit that God dug you out of 
have. Amen. The scripture said, and such were some of you, but you have been washed. Amen. You have been changed. There's a change that's taken place in your life. There's something that is different about you. Amen. Why? Amen. I used to be like that, but I'm not like that any longer. Why am I not like that? Because of the blood of Jesus Christ that has washed me from my sins. Hallelujah. 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 Amen. If we're not very careful, we get on our high religious horse and our pedestal and we forget about those who are less fortunate than ourselves. The Apostle Paul said there's something good and looking back, it's looking back at the pit. Amen. You wonder why we shout. People coming in here and wonder why we act like we act. Amen. It's because that we're not what we used to be. Amen. There's some of you that's ex-drug addicts in this place. There's some of you that's ex-alcoholics in this place. Oh, there's some of you that hadn't been delivered from anything. Amen. But thank God that I'm not where I used to be. When I look back, I see a pit that God delivered me out of. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You say, oh, I was never a drug addict. Oh, I never smoked. Oh, I never drank. I never used foul language. I was never an adulterer or an adulteress. I was never a fornicator. I was never a vile person. I was never in jail. I never did not pay my bills. I never was just a sorry piece of flesh. Amen. But I want to tell you, you were headed to the same disgusting hell that everybody else was going to. If it was not for the mercy of God, and you want to ask me, do I want to turn around? No, I don't want to turn around. You want to ask me when I look back, what do I see? I see misery behind me and glory before me. I've got my mind made up that I'm going to serve the Lord. Why? Because God has delivered me out of a horrible pit. Somebody ought to praise Him this morning. Praise God. Praise God. Amen. Some of you forget where. Oh, preacher just wants us to shout all the time. I wish you would shout more. Oh, preacher just wants us to run all the time. Amen. What I fear is us forgetting the glory and the power of the Almighty God. I fear us forgetting the pit that God reached down His clean hands into and He picked up a dirty, nasty individual. Amen. The Scripture makes reference to Israel. He said when you were polluted in your own blood, when you were in your own mess, when you were in your own disgraces, when you were in your own trouble, He said I picked you up out of a field left to die. Amen. I want to tell you I was left all alone to die. The devil had my life. The devil had my soul. And he was carrying me to a devil's hell. That's the reason why I come to church and I'm excited. That's the reason why I come to church.
Hallelujah. Hallelujah. When I look back, when I look back, amen, when I look back, I don't have a longing to go back to the pit that God delivered me out of. When I look back, I don't want to go back to where God brought me from. But when I look back, I look back in a glance and I turn around and I look at Him and I throw my hands in the air and I throw my head in the air and I say, God, just let me get to your house one more time to praise and to worship and to magnify and to lift up your name. That's the reason why I run. That's the reason why I I leap that's the reason why I shout because when I look back when I look back when I look back I see where God brought me from hallelujah hallelujah Woo. if we're not careful we get too excited about what God has done and doing in our life at this present time and we forget where we were and who we were and what we were some of you wasn't trustworthy some of you would scare little children when they seen you on the street just tell you some of you I wouldn't want to hang around before Christ and the devil says oh look back in longing to go to that was there good times was there good times with your buddy and with your friends and with all your hangout crowd yeah there was some good times but when I look back there's something flashes in my mind of the sleepless nights laying there Saying, oh God, please don't let me die tonight. God, please don't let me go to hell. There was, I, when I look back, I see flashes of remembrance. Amen. That comes to my mind. Amen. The horrible pit that I was in. Amen. I don't see laughing and joyfulness and excitement. Amen. But when I look back, I see the fire and brimstone from hell that God delivered me from. The Apostle Paul said, such were some of you. But thank God, when I look back, I see that I have been washed. Hallelujah. 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 Amen. You have been sanctified. You have been justified by the name of the Lord Jesus and by the Spirit of God. Amen. We find that the man in Luke chapter 9, the men that come to Jesus and said, Lord, I'll follow you. But first, let me go take care of this business. We find that they had a desire for the things that were behind. Oh, some of you don't know what I'm talking about, do you? I can see you had not been delivered from anything. 
I can see you've been an upright Christian all your life. You've never told a lie. You've never done anything dishonest. You've never got mad at your neighbor. You've never said anything you shouldn't have said. God hadn't delivered you from anything. So we just sat there. Oh, all these people that God has delivered needs to shout. All these people that God has been delivered, that God has been so good to, needs to worship God. And we bought the man that was in the temple that was praying. I said, Lord, I'm so glad I'm not as such of them. I'm so glad, God, I'm like, like they are. I'm so glad, God, that I never smoked a cigarette. I'm so glad, God, that I've never had a beer. I'm so glad, God, that I've never smoked a joint. I'm so glad, God, that I've never stuck a e needle in my arm. You know, God, I'm so glad I don't even think I've ever been a bad person. I was probably saved from birth. And I, you know, I'm just doing so good. And I am so grateful, God. And then the other man was down on his knees. Oh, God, please forgive me a dirty, rotten, low-down sinner. Why is that guy up there shouting like a maniac? Why is he up there turning flips? Why is he up there screaming and hollering and jumping and running? Why won't he settle down? Why won't... He's an embarrassment to the church. Oh, God, give us some more people that remembers where they come from. Give us some more people that remember, hey, if it was not for the blood of Jesus Christ, where would I be? I wouldn't be in God's house today, I tell you that. Amen. But if it was not for the blood of Jesus, when I look behind me, amen, it makes me want to refocus on where I'm going and get my mind made up. I'm not about to quit. I'm not about to stop. I'm not about to turn around. God's been too good to me hallelujah 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 oh help us Jesus help us Jesus help us Jesus oh when I look back and I see if they come to the music just get ready to sing that song and I see where Jesus brought me from. If you don't know the song, just sing these words. It's such a mighty long way from where I used to be. Oh, when I look back and I see where Jesus brought me from. When I think about where I would be right now if it was not for the mercy and the grace of the Almighty God. When I think about what would be going on in my life right now if it was not for the grace of God. Divorce court was in some of your future. Amen. Suicide was in some of your future. Bankruptcy was in some of your futures. But it was for the blessings and the mercy of God. Now God has brought you out God has set you up but when you look back don't think about going back to the pit but think about going forward don't think about returning to sin 
done. But thank God for what He's done in your life. Hallelujah. It's such a mighty, as we all stand this morning, it's such a mighty long way. It's such a mighty long way. I wonder if anybody feels like I feel this morning. Amen. That it's such a mighty long way from where I used to be. Oh, when I look back, when I look back. Now, when somebody else looks back, they might have attitude and desire to return. But when I look back and I see where God brought me from, it gives me a burning desire. I'm going on with Jesus. I'm going on with Jesus. These men that came to Jesus had an attitude. Hang on. We've got to go take care of some stuff first. But when Elijah, Elisha came to Elijah, he said, look. He said, you throwed your mantle at me. And Elijah said, I don't have anything to do with you. He said, let me go and I shall return. A different mindset, a different spirit. He goes back and he kills the ox. I'm not going to be needing this any longer. He takes the instruments that he was plowing with. And he said, I'm not going to need this any longer. And he starts him a fire. And he begins to boil that old oxen. Why? Because God is getting me out of this pit. And I don't ever want to return again. See, some people's problem is they leave inroads back. Inroads back to where God dug you out of the pit. I, I... Somebody just needs to tear up. That map that you got laid there that gives you direction to return. Amen. But I'm tearing it up. I'm not going back. I'm, oh, I feel this in the Holy Ghost right now. I'm not turning around. Look here, devil. I don't, I don't have, I don't have any direction how to get back where you brought me from. I can't put the pieces. My God have mercy. Somebody needs to wake up this morning and realize I can't, I can't go back. I'm not about to go back. I'm not about to turn around. I can't put it back together. God dug me out of the pit and I'm not going back to the hell hole that God brought me. Somebody ought to shout right now. Somebody ought to get some victory right now. Somebody ought to get some help from God right now in this house. Hallelujah. Woo. The Holy Ghost is in this place. The Holy Ghost is in this place. You want out of the pit that the devil's got you in. What you need to do is come up here and lift your hands toward heaven and say, Here I am, God. You must repent. You must be baptized in Jesus' name. You must be filled with the Holy Ghost, which is the Spirit of God. That's the New Testament plan of salvation. That is a new birth. And I want to tell you, there is absolutely nothing in this world that will compare 
some of you has been down looking through the pieces. I want to tell you, I'm not going back. I'm not going back. I'm not going back. There's a saying of God needs to make up your mind right now. If I could jog your memory, if I could take you down memory lane, remember the heartache, remember why you come to God in the first place. It was not because you were happy. It was not because everything was going well. It was not because sin was so much fun. But it was because you was a miserable, wretched person. And you were looking for deliverance. And you were looking for salvation. And you made your way to an altar of repentance. And God has dug you out of a horrible pit. Go, go back. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Is there anybody that wants to pray this morning? Anybody that's been looking around this morning? Anybody that feels God drawing them today? Anybody that feels the Holy Ghost compelling them to draw closer? Anybody that looks behind them and remembers the pit that God dug you out of? Oh God, and I just want to come and I just want to lift my hands and I just want to lift my voice and I just want to give God some praise. God, from where you brought me from. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on, church. Worship Him. Worship Him.